remember the 5th of November, the gunpowder treason plot. I know of no reason why the gunpowder treason should ever be forgotten. There you go. Remember, remember. It's the 5th of November, November and... Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of Thursday Comics. This is issue number 26. Ding, 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 ding. So, How and, wonderful. With, with your host, Dennis Osborne, and my lovely co-host, Wallace Ride. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> okay. How's so, it going there, Dennis? It, it's going pretty good. It's raining outside. But, it's always raining outside. But it's sunny in, in our souls. That's right. <laughs> So this is great doing a November fifth uh, special uh, yep. edition. Now, of course, last week we we jumped the gun by putting our horror uh, uh, block first there with uh, right because it was closer to size. Halloween. That was the top ten horror comics. We're not going to spoil any of it here right now for you. No, no, uh, no. Because we do suggest like you kind of go back and check that one out if you haven't. Because we had a lot of fun with that one. Yeah. Um, I found it really hard. Like like I said in the last episode. Um, you know, I thought it would be easy to pick ten, and I had almost twenty. Yeah, to choose yeah, from then. So yeah, same, same here. It was it was, it was torturous, man? Torturous, torturous. <laughs> but uh, so uh, now once again, in terms of news, there's uh, not a lot of huge news coming around these this week. But we did the past few weeks actually. But we did manage to scare up a couple of topics. We got a couple. Um, first one. Just quickly now, uh, the rumors going around that Oscar Isaac from the latest Star Wars and he was Apocalypse uh, would be cast as Moon Knight in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, interesting. Um, so it's neat that they're going to bring in Moon Knight. Okay, it's about time. Yep. I always like Moon Knight, uh, especially uh, after Sienkiewicz had his way with him, right? right? Um, the multiple personality or disassociative identity disorder that he had. Yeah. Uh, was always kind of cool. It was really cool. Now, I don't know if you almost need a TV series. So it sounds like it could be a Disney Plus thing. Yeah. Because you can't do that in a two-hour movie. No, no, no. You, you need more. You more need time. more time to spread it out and uh, go through the different identities and his, you know, pretty interesting origin story. Okay. You, you, know, you know who uh, reminded me of in terms of the different identities was The Shadow. Yeah. Right? Because you had Kent, what was it, Kent Laird and... Cranston himself. Lamont Cranston and then the Shadow himself. Yeah. and God knows who else. Right? <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't done anything with the Shadow since the yeah. Alec Baldwin movie. Yeah, yeah. And I, I know the pulp characters, when they all came out, the movies didn't do that well. But it, it could be a great darker TV series. It I could be so. a fun movie. See, see, why isn't Hollywood knocking down our doors? Right. This is what I, it's a question actually <laughs> we should be asking, right? I, mean, I would love a Dick Tracy movie again. Yeah, I thought the first one is still great. Yeah, um, they considered it a bit of a flop, and because it did, I think oh, God, yeah. they they put so much money into it. But Dick Tracy was a phenomenal movie. Yeah, and yeah. all the the A list actors that were in it. So yeah, yeah, and the the, the makeup was great. The flat top. Yeah, uh, mumbles. <laughs> Big boy did it. Uh, and Big Boy Caprice and all of them. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was, yeah. was good. And the Rocketeer and the Phantom and uh how come you like Prince Valiant tearing the pirates? Yeah, yeah, it's it's You I haven't mean, seen anything uh I mean, there's been so many famous comic strips 
that have just haven't been touched. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's just like you know, are, are they waiting for Marvel and DC to run out right? of the steam? Or you know, <laughs> come, come on, folks, get get to it, right? I know Flash Gordon has had multiple incarnations of TV shows and animated yeah. series, and yeah, he he's had enough. He, he's yeah. he's had his go. It's now time for like Jungle Jim. <laughs> <laughs> so that one's gone on a little bit. So. But yeah, so uh, but Oscar Isaac is a good casting. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's it's that, and see that's one thing I've noticed compared to uh, well back in my day. Uh, 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 I mean, it was you, you couldn't get a serious actor to do uh, to do a superhero show, uh, movie unless their career was floundering right. or something was gone yeah. wrong or or whatever. But these days, it's just like wow, you you could have actors who you know. Haven't assaulted people, or, yeah. or, 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 or you know, notoriously hard to deal with, and all that. It's uh, it's just about anyone can. And now it's it's almost become a uh, badge honor to be able to nail a uh, to be in a, a Marvel franchise. Almost. Well, exactly. So, right? I mean, you look at well, it made so many people's careers. Like Robert Downey Jr. revived his career. Oh, did he ever? And yeah. Everyone's looking at that. And he did a great job. He was great as Tony, but yeah. and he was perfect as, as it. And, and yeah, and then, uh, well, geez, who else? I guess. Uh, well, Chris be- Evans became a yeah, yeah, main actor. Yeah, and uh, God, you think about what's his name? Well, um, uh, bat- for Batman, what's his name? Uh, Christian Bale. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, he was known, but I mean, it really upped his uh, his star. I think right? it did. Yeah, you know, because well, he went on to win an Academy Award after that, right? And let alone, I mean. She- well, let alone uh, uh, with the Joker, with what's his name? With uh, Heath Ledger, yeah. and then with uh, Walking Phoenix. Yeah, and... well, I mean, it, t- it turned him into, it, it, well, it got him an Oscar. <laughs> it right? did, it's, yeah. It's got two first, of them Oscars. Yeah, first, first, uh, the first two, it's ironic that the first two acting Oscars for comic book-based movie yeah. was for the same character. Yeah. Uh, that's so cool. <laughs> and it goes to show that, you know, the marquee would say Spider-Man or Batman, but it's the villains that make oh, yeah. the thing interesting. Yeah, they, yeah, they make exactly. the movies what they are. Yeah, yeah. Joker always did. Right? Yeah. I mean, they've they've had some great. I mean, I was surprised that Nicholson wasn't nominated at the time for because he did he did a, he did a great Joker. Right? It's, it's still my favorite Joker. Yeah, I mean, it's the gangster is, Joker. So yeah, each one is slightly different or yeah. whatever. But uh, yeah, where Heath Ledger's is the out of control lunatic. You know, completely, completely out of his mind. Almost like the anarchist, and yeah, yeah. And then he had the gangster. Then he had the clown with Cesar Romero, and yeah. we won't talk about the uh, the Suicide Squad one. Yeah, no, no, it's best. best. We'll, we'll ignore that one. Yeah, but let's just pretend it never happened. Exactly. Right? <laughs> so, uh, um, so what? Uh, positive news: graphic novel sales were up. Yes, you were saying to me earlier forty forty two percent. Forty two percent. Yeah. And of course, uh, we both laughed at it because it goes against the whole thing of us here and all these people always saying, you know, oh, comics are dead, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I see that online so much. It's just like, oh, shut the fuck up, will you? Comic books are a, a dying medium. And you're like, well, you've been saying that since the 50s. Yeah. And they said that about plays when movies came out. Yeah. And, and they said it about movies when TV came out. And. You know, so and, when the and, internet came out, they yeah. said, and video games, they said it was the end of comics, and yeah, and here we are still. Yeah, <laughs> fuck y'all. <laughs> I mean, they don't understand. So, like, 
cassettes died when CDs came out. CDs yeah. died when MP3s came out. And MP3s... Yeah, I still buy CDs. Right. Yeah, yeah. But that's going. That's the same medium yeah. going from one yeah. format to the, yeah. the next. Meanwhile, they're going... Uh, I mean, uh, vinyl is making a huge comeback, right? right? Yeah. But comic books are their own separate thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sales are never going to be as big as they were in the 40s or anything like this, or maybe even the early 90s. Yeah. But the 90s was all speculator market, yeah, pe- people yeah, trying to make a buck. Off your, right. Like me. <laughs> but there's a dedicated niche market. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's a cheap way to own a little piece of art. Yep. Right? Because the, I mean, really, uh, you know, not to put painters down or anything like that, but, you know, to buy a painting off some costs, you know, a lot of money at yep. times where... You can go down for a couple of bucks. You can get a. It's like a print, really. It's yep. it's 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 a, a reproduction of, of a of a really beautiful uh, you know a graphic story. Yep. And you know people say, well, there's there's you know there's a, a digital. It's just like well, yeah, digital. You're just moving the page around, looking from panel to panel. It just oh, the whole reading you know experience sucks. Right? Yeah. Not only that, but myself, and I'm sure a lot of other people across North America who do actually work with computers during their daytime. Yeah. And I've even seen some people say this. The last thing they want to do when they get home is go on the fucking computer again. Exactly. After being on the fucking computer all day. Right? <laughs> and, uh, and to me also, was, well, it was like, a, remember with Wednesday Comics. Now, there was a, co- a, a comic experience. Right. Right. It, uh, I mean, you putting that into digital just don't it just don't make sense for instance no it, it wouldn't it takes away from the whole the whole meaning behind the whole thing right yep. it was just you know it was fabulous as it was great idea like i said i still remember being on the subway reading that like a newspaper and people people were looking like i say really looking like what's this guy reading yeah. and, and all that and it was you know for for a short time there i was cool <laughs> <laughs> And it, it's something they haven't done again. Yeah. Which was surprising. Yeah, and I would like, like right? to, you know, be a great sort of summer thing, right? It's, you know, it was, it was, it was a great concept. It was probably, I know a lot of artists were in it and yeah. creators, and you probably had to pay them, but it would have cost nothing to produce. Uh, it was cheap uh, newsprint. Yeah, exactly, right? They put out an issue a month. It was moderately priced. Yeah, and as far as I know, because, I mean, when I, I mean, I, Kept putting it off and putting it off until I, yeah. the fourth issue was out. And I was uh, living in New York at the time, and Mitch at uh, St. Mark's kept saying, you know, you should buy this. Well, you should buy this. This is right up your alleyway. Right. Right. And finally, he, he said to me one day, look, I got one copy left of number one. And when that goes, you you know, you're kind of screwed. So I said, okay. And I bought that, went around the corner to a Starbucks, and they're reading. It was just like... This is fucking cool. Yeah. So I went went back around the corner, bought the other three, whatever, <laughs> right? And uh, and that was it sitting there on the subway, and uh, I mean it was so colorful too. That's what yeah. got people's attention, I think, right? I always wonder because um, I don't know what the sales were like on it, but did they no. not make it? Because if the sales weren't great, because there's nothing really collectible about it, um, because a lot of there's. There's more collectors, I think, than readers now. Yeah. I mean, purely collectors, which is a bad thing, and I'm not the biggest fan of them. Yeah. But I they're, hate, you know, the, the, the flippers and stuff yeah. like this. But it's a book that arrived with dings and dents in it. Yeah. It was obviously in a book. It was a folded newspaper. Yeah. Um, 
you know, if they weren't a pristine condition, they were meant to be unfolded and read. It's yeah. not something you could just bag up and put away. Yeah, it, was, it was disposable, right? It, it was. was. It, it, but, but still, it was... I mean, I loved the, the format I thought was so cool. And, yeah. And, and just being able to see art that big, too. That's that's the reason I like the big those big Marvel books that they put out, or, or just larger editions of, of things, just right. to see some cool artwork yeah. done big. Right? That was it's, a... It's a thing you'd love to see again. Yeah. Would yeah. love to, so. And I mean, they well, they put it out in hardcover. Yeah. Which won an eye star, I do believe. It was a gorgeous hardcover. Yeah. Now I think, I do, I thought they sold out because, I mean, like I say, at at St. Mark's at the time, I mean, once number one went in, and I noticed the others seemed to go pretty pretty good too. So, yeah. you know, it makes me wonder, right? And a lot of top tier talent on it as well. Oh, yeah. A lot of top tier <clears> talent. Oh, that's, so. what, that's what made it, right? It yeah. Was, <clears throat> I loved it. Uh, well, the Batman story was great. Uh, the Dead Man. Yeah. Um, Paul Pope's uh, Adam Strange. Yeah, that was that was wicked. Yeah. That was. I think uh, the Demon. Ryan Sook's Commandy. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was like I say, top top notch stuff. Great, great comics. A lot of fun, right? So, <clears throat> so if there's someone out there at DC listening to us, uh, get your shit together and do it again. <laughs> and uh, but before you do that, uh, hire me and uh, Dennis is uh, the new. Uh, Kings at DC Comics. Right. We'll, we'll show you. We'll show you how it's done. Right. A nice segue. Cosmic Beast talking about DC. Oh yes. Their um the continuing they, saga. They dropped one of their exclusive distributors already. Yeah. So I yeah. think they're only with was it Lunar now or Luna? Yeah, something. Just like one that. of them left now. They dropped the other one. Yeah, which was the I think that was the wasn't that the Midtown Comics yeah. one? I think. Yeah. It was good because I never liked that. <laughs> I'm serious. I went to their store there. It was just like they were just so. Uh, they're they're like you know they're like those comic book stores that you walk into and they they feel that they're doing you a favor by yeah. by actually talking to you. Right. I prefer to go to this. Like in Toronto, I used to go. I didn't go to the Silver Sale. I went to Dragon Lady. Right. Right. And I didn't in New York. I didn't go to. Midtown, or now sometimes I did go to Jim Hanley's just because the staff there was nice, yeah, and all that, and, and a couple others. But uh, same too with uh, Forbidden Comics, you know. They, it just you know, like St. Mark's was my favorite. Yeah, right? there's, there's no harsh. Yeah, it's just no. when uh, we went to Toronto a few years ago. I mean, I was super excited to go to Silver Snail, and uh, we went there, and they had nothing that interested me. Now, I'm not going to go there and buy a ton of back issues and bring them back. Because no. it's, it's, you blow your weight luggage limit, yeah. right? But I was looking for something, you know, fun that I pick up and bring back and something I was looking for, right? Yeah. I mean, we're a smaller community here. There's a couple of comic shops. But you want to go up there and you think you're going to find that book you've always wanted. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I went up there and, you know, I asked really quick, you know, do you have any Marvel Omnibus and stuff like this? And they brought me to a shelf with about 10 on it. Go away. And I was there, and this is a massive shop. Yeah. And I was like, I have 10 times what you the omnibus yeah. that this big comic store had. <laughs> and, you know, because I was looking for, oh, maybe I'll find this one or this one that I, exactly, I need. Yeah. Not necessarily, you know, the most expensive one, but one that I was looking for. Yeah. I ended up buying a hardcover just for the sake of buying a hardcover there. Yeah. Uh, and then later on, a few days later, we ended up going to Niagara Falls, and there was this little corner cubby comic shop. And they had loose figures 
five, six bucks. And, you know, you buy a couple of them, and they had a really nice little back issue selection. I poked through that, and they had neat little statues. But you had to dig. Yeah. And that's what I love about comic shops. Yeah. That's what I like downtown comics. That's what yeah. I like about that. Now, Jim Hanley's, they used to they used to have a lot of hardcovers, and they had a lot of omnibuses, which yeah. is what I like. Because sometimes I'd just be in there... You know, even if I wasn't going to be buying them, I'd be there looking at them and right. thinking about, you know, one day you you will buy. <laughs> right? But yeah, as, as for DC, <laughs> it's uh, now, now, how long do you think until they ditch the other one and, and come crawling on back? To Diamond. To, to Big Daddy Diamond. I mean, maybe, maybe a year. Yeah. I mean, can a distributing company, well, one, you can't split up DC's business into three. Yeah. You certainly can't split it up into two. Yeah. Uh, because it's still spread out too thin. And now you're down to one. It might be moderately successful. Yeah, but even then, it's just like... But you know, it's the, still too... How hard is it for you to get comic books in? Well, it, well, it is. It's... it's, it's, it's it, uh, I mean, they're not putting out the, uh, the previews. No. no one seems to know anything about what's coming on. It, their sales got to be dropping like a stone. I, yeah. I figure it's... Not only that, if you're one... If you're a comic book... Uh, distributor and you're only distributing dc what about the weeks in which they're like uh nothing but three or four comics or you know yep. they're, or their shittiest comics right and i mean sometimes they they well they were even saying to uh jason oh well we'll hold these over till the following week and it was just like well no you can't really do that because you know the other company the other stores will probably get it in and so then you know then we can't give yeah, away right because right? uh for the most part newer comic books that come out the next week they're basically whatever you sold you sold yeah unless you have a reserve box and you got to put aside and people haven't come down but for the most part if you order a hundred copies yeah and you sell 50 of them the first week you're not selling very many more the second week no no and uh, and uh yeah yeah it's just like you just can't make a, a distributor you know a one just for one company just no. don't do it anymore no, right it not is, anymore and, and it don't make sense too it's it's just like your dc your i mean it's in your name dc comics yeah not dc comics and distributing and and, and coffee shop and uh, you know an underwear store right? <laughs> it's just like you know you're get you know stop stop with all the the dramatics and the hysteronics and get back to what you used to be able to do good which was write some fucking good comics yeah right but uh, yeah, yeah, it's so that's one down. <laughs> yeah. So we're declaring victory here at Thursday Comics. Victory, victory, victory. Uh, other news: there were a couple of omnibus solicits because we're talking about one good comics and yes. omnibus. Yes. Um, uh, Cull is going to start getting collected editions. Yes, I like that. But most importantly, two of my favorite genres: uh, love and war, romance, and the war comics by Jack Kirby. Yes, yes. When I seen that, I. I, I began to scream and and, and, and I, I began to scream like a Beatles fan. <laughs> but yeah, it was when I seen that it was just like, now this is this is fucking cool. This yeah. is and it's and it's like and you guys got more to to, to come. I'm sure. Right? Oh my god, yes. I mean, I I think it's only Jack Kirby specific. Yeah. But if you start doing other volumes of, you know, once you hit after the Kirby stuff. That's where Ramita Sr. got his start, was in yeah. the romance comics. Yeah. Um, and then then some of the older, more obscure ones, the Men- Menace, Battlefield. Yeah. Well, there was a Battlefield. Battlefront, I think. Yeah, and there was, but, uh, but there was a, a Masterworks of that. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, yeah, there's, you know, you know, the, well, and also too, in terms of the like journey into mystery and so, some of those, how yep. about, how about redoing those into some omnibuses rather than, well, I mean, obviously, well, they, they killed him off as, yeah. as that. And you wouldn't have many to go. You'd only have to do like three, uh, you know, three, probably three omnibuses of, of some of the, you know, like yep. the Tales to Astonish and all those. Because I mean, even though we do have, you know, the Kirby and Ditko ones and the monsters and Masters of Suspense, it would be cool to have, you know, a lot of the other ones. Because I mean, Colin, Gene Colan was doing stuff there. Yeah, a lot of other pe- great people, right? Joe Manley, she's uh, a you know a who's who of, of, of Atlas in, yeah. in the in the fifties, right? So one of my favorite westerns is uh, Raha Kid. Yeah, and you look at the uh, uh, Lieber. Yeah, did a bunch of them. Um, I think Dick Ayers mm-hmm. did a bunch of Rawhide yeah. Kid. Kirby, uh, Kirby did himself. Kirby too. did a bunch. So I'm hoping that the early Rawhide Kid stories will be included in later volumes of Love and War. Yeah, and uh, I have the two masterworks, obviously. Yeah, uh, but you just get more of that collected. Yeah, and just collect as much Western as you can. Yeah, even even if you did, you know, some uh, Western omnibuses. Yeah. you know, the Two Gun Kid. I'm sure some of those you could. Do within you know two or three omnibuses. Now, you don't have to put them out a couple of times a year; just one every every. So year many years so. when the other one is officially out of print, release the other one. Yeah, yeah. Just do it that way. So yeah. So uh, once again, Marvel should be listening to us there, right? You think so? But right, right, right. what is it with these people? Right? I don't know. So. Uh, what was the other big thing? Where... It was a pretty slow. Yeah, it's, it's last been, couple of weeks now. Like yeah, the, the, it's been a. a Rather quiet fall, right? Yeah. Well, well, I guess for one thing, the the movie, you know, the theaters are still essentially shut down. Yeah. Even though they're not people, by the way. So <laughs> go to a movie theater for God's sake! You're you're gonna get, have have from what I've heard, a lot of times you'll have most of the theater to yourself, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, hey, you know what? What can we do, right? All right. But um. But we'll probably uh wrap it up here, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll pay. Wait till next week's to, till we get uh, our next news one because we'll add that back with news, right? right? And then uh, during the next news one, now we'll announce the next giant size. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, so like I said, check out the previous episode. Yeah, which was the top ten horror comics. Yep, well and then uh, on the next news one, we'll announce the next theme. Yes, we will. We will indeed. <laughs> so. So we're sorry this was a short little news one. It wasn't a whole lot to well, not talk bad. about. 20, so. Almost 23 minutes. That's not bad. That is sure. not bad. So, Well, uh, I, guess this, I guess this is it. <laughs> this is it. So so again, we'll do the, the oh, housekeeping. You yeah. can thank you, everyone, for listening. You can follow us wherever you download your podcast, too. Spotify, iTunes, Buzzsprout. Uh, iHeartRadio, I think we're on that one now. Uh, Amazon, I think, when they start uploading that, we're going to be on the Amazon one. I found us on a few other weird ones here and there yeah. too, right? So, uh, so yeah, we're we're out there. We're we're out there kicking it, kicking it big time on the net, right? Uh, so you can follow your sister site, which is in the Library of Graphic Literature on YouTube, and uh, the page itself, the Library of Graphic Literature, and uh, Facebook page. So your yeah. last YouTube video. Uh, you're talking about some of the new releases, mm-hmm. uh, which I was watching, so it was very, very fun to see. So yeah, yeah. So so for those who really want you know on the spot new ones, that's, right? Yeah, that's the place to go. On the spot reviews, and not so much reviews, but just a a, a quick little history lesson of each yeah. one. Yeah, 
you'll open up a book, say, uh, like The Legion, five years later. Yeah. You'll talk about the writers, the artists. You'll show some quick little pages off. and Yeah. Also, you like to throw in a few memories, too. I remember buying yeah. this at such an age. On yeah. A, on a drizzly November night or whatever. You know, much but, like tonight. Yeah. yeah much <laughs> like, very much like tonight. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, on that score, I guess we'll uh, usher in Bill here and let him... Uh, yeah. And happy Guy Fox night, everyone. Yes, exactly. Get out there and start those bonfires. And go read V for Vendetta. Yes. Yeah, do that. Yeah, do that as a favor for us. <laughs> as a favor for us. Check that out. At least once a year. That should yes. be great. So. <laughs> okay, with that, we'll... Uh, okay, Bill, uh, hit it. <laughs>